0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Um, tonight we're learning Lili Nishmas, your mother's name. Manya Pesha. Manya Pesha and her her father's name. Her, oh, uh, David. David. David, Manya Pesha Bas. Ba, David, um, who passed away when last week? Mm-hmm. Monday. Monday. Last week, Monday. Well, her daughter's here to come to a shi'a to learn, which will give her neshama and aliyah for sure. Shemayim She went up to Shemayim to make sure that you get married Your daughter gets married She has work to do So she's closer to Hashem She's going to do work so Hashem will have simchas this year Okay, so um, first of all You don't have to adjust your cameras It's not your cameras, it's my face I have a um, advice for anyone Who decides to go to sleep in the sun To go to sleep with your face down Not your face up It's not a good thing when you fall asleep with your face up But, um, Baruch Hashem, we're back, and I want to thank everyone, it was amazing, amazing Shabbaton, I want to thank everyone who came to the Shabbaton, I want to thank everyone who helped the the Shabbaton, Baruch Hashem, our final count was 789 people, two weeks before Shabbaton we had like 50, so, um, that was, that was absolutely amazing, and, um, Nissan Black was what should I tell you? He 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 said his story, he he rapped, he was he was he was amazing. All the teachers were amazing, my staff. I, I can't thank you enough. It went Baruch Hashem B'lian Hara, so smoothly, and uh, we're just asking all those who donated money or all those who came and didn't pay yet. It was a very expensive Shabbaton, so the food was amazing too. So just if we could gather all the money as fast as we can, so we can we can pay our bills, but really want to thank everyone for coming. It was a very big chizik for Rabbi Wallstein, and it was a very big chizik for the Ornava staff. Tonight's a totally new year. Never gave this year before. Um, so all those that were not scared of the snowstorm and are here, thank you very much for coming. Um, so we're going to start off with a couple of different very interesting things. Number one, um, about the... About the Afikoman. The Afikoman is very interesting. He brings down here, um, he brings down here, first of all he brings down that Rashabenu, uhm, Mida Mida, I just want to read it to you from inside. Rashabenu Lakach Imoi Gam Atzmois Batya. Kossav, it says, in the Chemdas Yamim That he took the bones of Batya Vazparo, of who saved his life, he took it up with the atzmas yosef. As it says in the passage, S, atzmas yosef. S, the rabbi's batya. S always includes somebody. Who does the S include? It includes batya he did this as, I didn't know this so I would have put it in my Hakar Satov book he did this as a sign of Hakar Satov that she took him she took him out of the water and she brought him up so very very interesting that he took her bones I, it does, I don't know where she's buried though where is where's she buried maybe in Shechem next, next to uh, maybe in Shechem next to Yosef HaTzadik I don't know, doesn't say but you see the you see the the that Moshe Banu had. Okay, that's one thing. Now also, which is very interesting, um, it talks about paro, right? So I want to read you. It says in the passage like this by Yeshua Mayim and the water returned. It covered the chariots the whole army of paro habam that was coming after them to the Jew, to, against the Jews there was no one left of this midstream army ad till one which means that there was one left it wouldn't say ad echad ad echad is an extra word It'd say ad echad should be there be no one left so there seems to have been one person from Mitzrayim. That made it out of the Amsa. Who might that be? So he says the follow. The one guy that got away was the worst guy, it was Paro. He did not die. He was left over. He did not die. That he should go around the world telling, um Everybody about the miracles. The the the, but Dasken about Teisus also says LeNishvah B'aleichad I will echad Nishvah hu paroy. Okay, now listen to this pick of the Rebbe Yehuda. No, you're a dick. Pick of Rebbe Yehuda says the following: Reb Chanunia ben Akana said, "Teid alochok klayachat tshuva. Everyone should learn the power of tshuva." Ba re'em yiparal melech mitzrayim. Learn from power of the king of Mitzrayim. He rebelled against God publicly after every makkah. He rebelled against God. When Moshe Rabbeinu came with God's name, he said, who's this? I don't know who this is, right? He said, Who's your God that I should listen to with his voice? With that, he, he sinned, right? Right? the same Rosh where he said, this is beautiful, he said, the same person who said, who is this person, God, who is this? I don't know, I never heard of him. He opened up all his books, he didn't know who he was. The same, he said, who's like you amongst all my gods? So he started off, I don't even know you, you don't exist, you're not a god. And he ended off saying, of all my gods, there's no one like you. That's so a real tshurah. God saved him between the dead. How do we know that he didn't die? Shem let him live, that he should be able to tell everyone. Where did he go? Anyone here know where he went? Where did he go from the outside? He became a king of a country. Anyone here know which country? We say it on your Kipper. Ninve, where Yona went to tell them they're going to be destroyed, the king of Ninveh was Parah. Okay, and the king of of the the the, the country of Ninveh were very bad. They used to write Stars Mizuyafim, false contracts. The goyim of they stole from each other. Also, zima, they did very immoral acts. <laughs> Almost like Sodom. <Sidon. laughs> Hashem sent Yona there to tell them they're going to be destroyed. Shama <laughs> Paro. Paro was the king. He heard about this. He got up out of his chair, out of his throne, because he wasn't going to go through this again. He ripped his clothing. He put on sackcloth and, and ashes. And he told everyone to yamim. Everybody has to fast three days. He was really scared. He really believed. And anyone who doesn't fast for three days, and doesn't put sackcloth and rip his clothing, and sit in a velis to he will burn him in fire, said Paro. Okay. Now, how do you get out of the amsov? How could he get out of the office? The water came. The water came with drowning everyone. How did he get out? He couldn't crawl out. So the Medrash says the following: paro An angel came and pulled Paro out of the out of the ocean, and took him, to, flew him to Linve, so that he could talk about he could talk about God. shana. He lived another 500 years. Ninveh happened 500 years after Mitzrayim. So Hashem gave Pharaoh crazy long life in order that he should be able to tell everyone about the greatness of what Hashem did in Mitzrayim. (coughs) Okay, 500 years. And he says, when Clytro was singing Oz Yashir, Pharaoh heard and he was drowning. The time that they were saying mosha when he saw the Shirazois, he was drowning. And he pointed his finger to the heavens, and he said, Mamanani Tzadik, Hashem, I believe in you that you're a tzadik, and me and my nation are a The You are the only God. He did a full truva while he was drowning. He picked his finger up and he said, You are the only one. The Malach Gabriel went down from Shemayim. He hit the Tzobo, and he put around his neck a chain made out of steel. But he said to him, Rasha. The Malach Gabriel said to him, Rasha. Yesterday you said, who is this God that I should listen to his voice? And now, you um, now you say that he's a Tzadik? Hashem's a Tzadik. Miyad. He took him into the depths of the sea. And he kept him there for 50 days. I don't know how he breathed down there. Maybe he found a pocket of air. But he was down there for 50 days. And then he he took him out of the water and he brought him to the Ninhve. And he says that Paro is still alive. You hear this girl? This I never ever saw before. Paro is still alive. Where is he? He stands at the gate of hell. When the, when the kings of the other, of the goyim, the nations come to Gehenna he right away talks to them about the greatness of God. He says, idiots, idiots of the world, why to me many Why didn't you learn from me? I was against, I, I, I was against God. I refused God. I didn't believe in God. and you know everyone knows the Bible. everyone knows that I suffered ten plagues. And he, and, and he drowned me in the water, and he kept me under the water for 50 days, he took me out of now I believe in him. Fell out all these. I'm not sure if it's going on the on the on the, on the new kings or on Kli Israel. The Kach show he saw No, it's not going on the Jews. That's why Kli Israel saying that Az Yashiv Amukulam Michamakemelam Hashem Michamaynev Kadosh Who is like Hashem? You hear. So that's pretty cool. We never knew that. So Paro was 50 days underneath the sea. Then Gabriel took him to Ninveh. Then Ninveh did all these sins. Paro heard the Nevua, Yonah came and said Hashem's gonna destroy. Paro made them all fast for three days. Then when he died, or then he went alive to Gehenim, he stands by Gehenim. Then he went to Ganeh, he went to Gehenim, and he tells everyone who goes in there, I don't understand you guys, how could you not, you all know about the Ten Machas, how could you still not believe in Hashem? Okay, so that would be, wow. We never learned this before. But well, now listen to this. and I know people are going to ask me about this. It says the following: After Parol became the king of Ninveh, Yoinal and Yona came and said, "We're going to destroy Ninve." Also, We know he did Shua. V'nis Parol became a Jew. You hear? But it it's Gaya. we all of Tavaseh and therefore the Tyre says in the Barim, "Loisis Mitri, ki Ger haYisto ba'Arzoi." You should not count out the Mitri. You a lot is allowed to marry into Jews after three after three Dairays. Why? Ki Ger haYisto ba'Arzoi. Lo yemis Aivav ve'Nechah Parol haMitzri. Don't hate Parol the Mitri. Ki Ger. Became because now, why does it say in the Mitzri? You shouldn't hate the mitzri. It should say, aiv plural. Seems to be you shouldn't hate the mitzri. So he's saying from here, here we learn the mitzri was paro. And if he wanted to become a ger, you have to be him. To be a geish, and therefore, Paro was Megayer according to this, right? Or according to the Sif Koyen, Paro was Megayer, and in the end, he became a Jew. So you see, from the worst of the worst of the worst, he walked around the whole world saying that he was God, right? Because he didn't even go to the bathroom. He said he was God. Moshe showed up. He said, "Who are you? I never heard of Hashem." From the depths, the depths, of the lowest, to the low, he ended up becoming the king of Ninve causing the whole Nidve to do Shuva and on top of that he ended up becoming with his Gayer, he ended up becoming a ger Amazing, 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 amazing. Now there's also I don't know where I point where I where I marked this off, but I saw also beautiful, I wish I knew where I saw it, because I would have to say it out loud. But he says the following He says he says that if you're in a storm If you're in a storm. And you have on you. Afikoman. That if you take out the Afikoman. And you throw it into the water. The storm will stop. Pretty cool. When you go on a cruise. Where do I see it exactly? I don't have it in front of me. So he says. How do you know that? So he says. You know that. Because. Klai Yisrael, when they went through the Yam, when they went through the Yam, they had the matzah on their backs, right? So they had the matzah on their backs, and they went through the Yam. And while they were in the Yam, oh, I wish I had this here. Uh, if someone wants to know where I saw it, I will find it. But when they went through the Yam, so the matzah was on their back, and then the Yam split because of that. The the matzah, which was the afikoman they took out of Mitzrayim, the matzah has a power in it to affect the um, affect the water. Oh, here it is. I got it. I got it. Uh, no, that's not the right place. Oh, huh. okay here, listen to this. Shiori Afikomun, Makshitin is a Pieces of the Afi calm the water. The Mekilta Bishwal eat it, because she's government told the Amsuf where yam Saiyaji was they came to the Yamsiv, they saw it very, very rough and all the waves, right? Um the Meshadsk the Absolutely and Ghana Mayam and Amdu Klem and Ismailam. When they went through the Yamsiv, the water became walls and stopped moving. They were like ice walls, they didn't move at all. So the water stopped moving. You're supposed to take, I have some from my Rebbe, supposed to take pieces, little pieces of the Atikoman, but you have to make sure that you burn with the Atikoman the next year, but little pieces of Atikoman are very good for Shmira. You put them in your wallet or your pocketbook, and it's very good for Shmira. Listen to this. There's a school and the pieces of the Atikoman that are left over. To throw the matzah into a a ocean that's raging, if you do that, the raging waters will calm. The the matzah. the strength. When into matzah of mitzvah, Ledoy was lailam forever. Lahatzah is Yisrael, so the Sakonas Mayim. Ula hakshik ha yomizafai. If you're ever in a Sakonah of water, of drowning, because the ocean is very raging, it has the power, if you throw it into the water, to, to, um make it quiet. <laughs> the reason you break the middle matzah, because the Kirshbach will split the yamsah, in memory of the Kriyat Yamzuf, and my Matzah What does Matzah have to do? Why am I breaking the middle Matzah? What does the Matzah have to do with Kriyat Yamzuf? The Matzah Since that we said tonight that Matzah has a Kliach from Kriyat Yamzuf, the Matzah the So we take the middle Matzah, we break it um, for Kriyat Yamzuf. therefore, Mishiyarim daikami Matzazu. The little pieces that are left from this matzah, the middle matzah, which is a mitzvah matzah, it's in remembrance of Kriyas Yamsuf, whose schooler, she yishkait hayam So schooler, if you throw it into the ocean, and the ocean is raging, it'll quiet down. I don't know if you want to try it, and go in an ocean that's raging, but that's what he brings down from the Dazkan and So, two amazing things. We learn about the matzah, and we also learn about Paro and how Paro did you, according to Rafashim, he even became a Jew, and he sits, like a and tells everyone, I don't understand you guys. I don't understand all you people. How could you be sinning against Hashem? I'm Paro. I went through ten Marcos. I lost my whole nation. You see that God is all-powerful. How could you be an atheist? How could you not believe in God? So he sits here and tells every Neshama that comes up here, what are you, crazy? You learned the Bible? You learned what I went through? And you didn't learn a lesson? Now, Ram Avinu sits also there. And he... Anyone out of Brismila, he pulls out of Gehenna. So, you have brother Avinu sitting there. Paro's sitting there. Very hard to understand these things. All right. And now we're going to go to a very fascinating subject, which I never spoke about either before. But it's amazing. You know, I always tell you that all the therapy, psychology, that everyone learns in books... Right? If they would just look in the Torah, you'll see everything. In, in, in addiction, in any addiction, the relapse rate in addiction is extremely high. The normal relapse rate in a 28 day rehab, someone comes in, they have an addiction, they go to rehab for 28 days, between 80 to 90% relapse. It's great business. Customers keep coming back. So you send your, you send someone who's addicted to heroin or drugs or any addiction, gambling, you go to a 28 day program, and you have 100 people in your program, 90 of them are coming back. The question is, why? They went there, they got detoxed, they're clean, they had 28 days of sitting with other people in group, right? They got their, they got their, they're protected, they got their life back, they're clean, they're not drugging anymore. Why would they relapse? Really, pretty much, you know, a person doesn't want to relapse. it has got to go for a year. Nobody wants to go away for a year. But um, one of the rehabs that I deal with, it's a 12 month to 14 month program. Their relapse rate is 22 percent. Drops from 90 to 22 percent because you're there for 12 months to 14 months. So the question is, why does a person relapse? Okay, this week's parsha. Pastor Beshalach, in the first Pesach, talks about relapse. God tells us about relapse, and he says the following. B'shalach paro wasaam, and it was when Paro sent out Kla the Hashem did not take him the way of the plishtim. Why? Kikar Because that was a shortcut. Of course you should take us on the shortcut. Why would you take us on the long cut? we're been trying for 210 years we're finally free, you're going to take me on the long cut? take me on the shortcut. cut, get me to Israel you promised me the whole time i take you to Sinai to Israel right? the Torah says, no why didn't he take me the way of it's like your ways, right? when you put on ways you want the shortest route to get where you're going you don't want the longest route You, can you imagine you have a ways that always gives you the longest route you say you talk to the ways like what are you doing? Like why are you giving me the, I pushed in on road shortest route? Why would you take me the long way around? Hashem says here, you know why I'm not taking you the short way? Because it's close. like him. Because Hashem said, maybe the nation will panic. If they're going to go the way of the Pelishtim, the Pelishtim might start up with them. And they're going to have a war. And they're going to go back to Bar Hashem took him the long way, took him into the desert. What's going on over here? God is saying, if I only give him 28-day rehab, if I take him the short way, then the minute they come up with, they come against a little trauma, a drop of trauma, they're going right back to the abuse, right back to the addiction, right back to the drugs. was the first person in Bashar, it's not, it's not normal. Again, as I'm saying, if I take them the short way, and then they have a little trauma with the plishtim, they're going to turn around and run back to Mithrayim. Now, why would they turn around and run back to Mithrayim? Mithrayim were the abusers. They beat them, they threw their kids into the water, drowned them. They bathed in blood. Why is Hashem worried? You, Hashem, you just made this huge thing. Ten macos. The Matriam threw them out. You're worried? They're gonna have a little trauma? After what you showed them? They have a little trauma, they're gonna run back to the triumph? So you're not taking the normal way? You're taking them a long way around? The answer is yes. Twenty-eight days is too short. If I'm gonna take them the short way, They still have the mentality of slaves. So even though they're free, this is very important. This is very important. Even though you're free, you're not free of your addiction. So even though they were free out of Mitzrayim physically, they're marching out of Mitzrayim with all the uh, Egyptians' money, they're, 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 they're on their way to, to, to Harsina and Eric Yisrael And Hashem's like, it's true. They're free. But they're not free. In their minds, a little shake up, a little trauma, they're so not free, they're going back to the abusers. And anyone who knows, who deals with people who are abused, they always go back to the abuser. I've tried to talk women out, I'm like, 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 how could you go back to this man? He beat you. And she's like, no, no, it's my fault. Rammai, I put the fork on the wrong side of the plate. So he beat me up. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's an animal. He's a sick person. You can't go back there. No, 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 no. You don't understand. You don't understand. I need to go back there. There's a need to go back to the abuse. So Kleistrol, even though they walked out of him and tried him, with all these miracles, they were slaves. And it took 40 years. Not a 14-month program. 40 years to change that psychology. Because at the end of 40 years, Hashem said, I want you to go to war with seven of the strongest nations in the world. The Kanani, the Prizi, the Yavusi. How come Hashem wasn't worried that they're going to go to war and they're going to go back? <coughs> he was worried. Because the Meraklim, after they saw Erich they said, we can't do this. We want to go back. After 40 years, the slave mentality was still there. In the middle, there's a little trauma. So it says that everybody who left Mitzrayim died. The people that went into Eretz Yisrael were all people who did not have the slave mentality. Because when they were in Mitzrayim, they were younger than the age of slaves. They were kids. So the people that ended up going into Eretz Yisrael were not even the people who left Mitzrayim. Because they could not get rid of that slave mentality. At the last moment they saw Eric Strong, they got scared of the giants, they ran back to the abusers. And I've I've given a share about this, we've spoken about this, the roads in your in your psyche, the roads that you create, the drug roads, all the roads that you escape on. The danger of relapse is because you build these roads and then you go and you get clean and whatever whatever your addiction is, doesn't have to be drugs, or whatever you you you're fighting with, and you have this you have this stuff and you, and you close the road, you close it. You close the road. We're leaving the triumph. The road's closed. But the minute the minute Hashem says, the minute you're going to see a little trauma, you're going to open the road and run back. It's a pasuk in the Chumash. Not a psychology class. It's a pasuk in the Chumash. Hashem said, "You're not ready." So I got to take you on a long trip where you're pretty much not going to see any enemies. The first pasuk in Bishalach is such an important lesson. And that's what happens in relapse. In relapse is you're in a, you're, you're in a, you're in a, you're in a rehab, even if you're there for three months, and everybody's talking to you, and everybody's giving you attention, and you have group, and there's no one selling you drugs, and there's no one telling you you gotta pay your bills, you know, to Con Ed, and there's no one bothering you, and everyone's friendly to everyone, so you're in this beautiful environment. You're in this great environment. But then when you leave that environment, And you start to have problems paying the bills or whatever it is, you automatically go back to the derech that you used to do, which is the drugs or whatever you ever, whatever your escape is and you relapse. This is God. God understood the psyche of a human. God could have said, we're going through Plishtim and you know what? I'm going to take care of the Plishtim like I took care of the Mithrium. If Plishtim start up with you, I'm gonna decimate them. But if Hashem did that, if Hashem did that, he still didn't change their psyche. In other words, going through the way of the Plishtim and God destroying the Plishtim and God saying, if they mess with you, I'm gonna wipe them out. Of course he could have said that. He did it to Mithraim, but he still didn't fix that they didn't have enough time to become free. And it's in all the psychology of a person. You, you have to become free. And that that takes time. It takes time to change. And I think this is very important for everyone. Everyone thinks like, like "Why? How, how come I can't change? It takes so long to change. Hashem, who's God, said to Israel, after everything I did, you're still slaves. And therefore the passage says, keep cut it's too fast. It's too fast. You're not ready. I got to take you the long way. They're going to panic. the words. They're going to panic. They're going to relapse. Yonochem means relapse. They're going to go back to the abuse. When I was prepared, I wasn't going to give a share here tonight. I was supposed to be in Florida. I came home early because of the storm. But this was the last thing that I said on the Shabbaton before everybody left. I was really prepared for for this week. For Bishalach. That, that it's a, it's an amazing bus it's an amazing plastic. I never I never saw this before but if you look at it it's an amazing body I'm saying not so fast to change the psyche of a person you you can't you can't do it so fast it's too close it takes work it takes time and when you I not talking about only addiction anything that you want to change the person wants to stop listening to grace music whatever you want you want to work on your sneers. It's work, and it takes time, and Hashem understands that sometimes, you the you're gonna go back to it. So you gotta take your time, and, and the longer you take, the real, the more real it is. And here are the perfect plastic about, about relapse. This is relapse. And to change your mentality takes time. To, to, to be free, to walk out of jail, and, and you know, they talk, I once saw a show about, about people who come out of jail, and they, they also relapse most of them end up back in jail so they were complaining and the whole United States was talking about the prison system that don't just put them in prison and lock them up for 20 years teach them in prison how to be a free man so they come out of prison they don't know how to do anything because they weren't taught how to do anything and they have a, a, a prisoner's mentality and you can't take a prisoner's mentality and put him in a free man's world because he's going to act like a prisoner so this is like very, very, very important pasuk, and it explains it explains very, very much. Okay, so that's by Yibushalak Now let's go to Kriyas This week you should go to shul to Bishvat. Right? When's to Bishvat? To Bishvat is Shabbos. Wow, Shabbos! Make sure you buy all your fruits. You make sure you buy shakiyano to begin. You make shakiyano on Shabbos. Very nice. My minig, my father's minig, alavu shalom. Whose yard site is Sunday night, Monday, was every two we ate 15 fruits. It was called a tube shrap party. Every plate had at least 15 fruits. I mean, not anything that you make a boy pre ate on. So almonds and hazelnuts and Brazil nuts and pistachios, not peanuts. Peanuts are hadama, not honeydew with hadama, watermelon with hadama, none of those. Those are not called fruits. If you make a hadama, it's a vegetable. So you have to, it has to be a baypriyate. But there are plenty of fruit out there. And the shekhyano has to be something you like. Don't buy one of those weird fruits mm-hmm. that you're going to spit out and go ugh, because then you can't make shekhyano on it. So make sure it's something that you like. Estrig is the best. I make it. Beautiful. With sugar and honey. Beautiful. Okay, estrig is beautiful. Estrig is definitely a shekhyano. You didn't have an, you didn't eat an estrig. Asterisk. So estrig is very good. And there are other fruits that, that are in a, in a new season. If you're in a new season, you can make a. Even if you had like a star fruit, but it's a new. I'm not saying star fruit specifically, but if it's in a new, it's been a new season. You can make shakhiyanu on it. Right, but not not some not that stuff that looks like monster. You know, fruit that you're not going to eat. Because I met Rosh Hashanah once. I bought this weird fruit and I gave it out to everyone. And they they made shakhiyanu and they ate it and they spit it out. Well, you can't spit out shakhiyanu. Thank you, Hashem, that I lived. Thank you, of Thank Hashem that I'm alive and I'm existence. Ugh, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't work. So make sure it's something that you like. But if you want a star fruit on Rosh Hashanah, you're allowed to use it on. Uh, you have to ask. You have to ask if it's a new season. I don't. I don't. I don't know what's new what's what's in what's out. Pomegranate's not a new season. It's been a season since Rosh Hashanah. You have to look and see different. They have different. You know different kinds of fruits. But if you have esri esri, I buy esri always. It's not a shayla esri you didn't eat. If you like eshrik, if you don't like eshrik, you can't make shikha, I Don't know. but it's very good. They make it honey, they make it sugar, they make it many different ways. Okay, um, tubishvat is a very big yontif. It's an interesting yontif um, because we don't say tachron on tubishvat. We don't say tachron. The men don't say tachron on tubishvat. Now, not to say tachron, only only it has to be a yontif, but tubishvat's not a yontif for a human being. Tubishvat's a yontif for the trees. So, why don't we say Tachron? Anyone here know the answer? A beautiful answer. Mm-hmm. Whoever's listening to this year, this is an answer that you have to repeat at the table the Shabbos. Why don't we say Tachron? Tachron is for the Averis I did. Shavno begano, I stole, I did, I looked at someone I wasn't supposed to look at, I said Lashon Hara. What does that do with trees? Because trees, Roshana so for Ilanus, you don't say Tachron? It's a Yantif? You know, Shabbos, we don't say Avarachamim? Right, what's going on? It's a real yontif. If you don't say tachan, it's a real yontif. So, what's the real yontif that I don't say tachan? Why am I not asking for forgiveness when the fruits have their yontif? Beautiful terez. The terez is as follows. Terez is that Tu is in the middle of the winter. Okay, you're going to go out on Shabbos. The trees, first of all, are probably gonna have ice and snow after tonight, right? But they definitely don't have leaves. They look pretty dead, right? We're gonna go out and say, Happy New Year! Good Rosh Hashanah! Wait, wait, hello? They're dead. I, if you're gonna make if you're gonna make worshana for trees, make it in the spring. Ah. Beautiful flowers and buds. You know what it looks like out there when we make the Brach and Nissen? It's gorgeous! Happy New Year, trees! In the middle of the winter, is Rosh Hashanah for the trees? So what does this mean, Rosh Hashanah for the trees? So there's a machhoikesh between Beishamai and Beish Hilo. Beis says it was already. It was the first day of Shvat. Today we're at the 13th, right? 12th? 13, 14, 12, today is the 12th. Tonight is the 13th. Tonight is the 13th, right? So we're in the 13th tonight, right? So Beishamai says it's on the 1st. Beish says it's on the 15th. To Beishvat. Tetzvah Beishvat. What's the is? What are they arguing about? They ask the trees, what, when's the Happy New Year? The argument's like this. What is Rosh Hashanah for the trees? When the sap, the juices, start going from the ground into the roots of an estric tree. Of the estric tree. The Shammai says it starts on the first day of Shvat; It starts to move into the roots. Beish Hillel says it starts on the 15th day of Shvat. So, we're celebrating, as I always talk about, we're celebrating not the product. There is no product on those trees. We're celebrating the potential. The potential of a, tr- of a fruit tree that is going to give fruit this year begins on Tubishvat, according to Beis So we're celebrating the potential of the tree. Even though, now, now, what are we doing? How are we celebrating it? Listen carefully. You're sitting and eating 15 fruits. Those fruits are a proof that the sap that came into the trees on Tu produced fruit. These fruits, last year, those trees that these fruits came from were dead. So I'm looking at fruit right now understanding that I thought you were dead. Look what I have in front of me. The fruit from the dead tree. So I see the potential this year of next year, Mitzvah Shem eating again an apple and an orange for these trees so what are we celebrating we're celebrating potential that's a yantif because a human being in in Kabbalah right is called the tree of the field Eitz Hasada we are called Eitz Hasada because the tree as I'm sure some of you have read the giving tree of all the things that grow in the world, the tree gives the most. It gives fruit, it gives sap, right? Um what you put on your pancakes, syrup, right? Gives sap a maple tree, you get maple syrup. It gives shade, so you got fruit, sap, shade, and wood to use for fire and to build. Five things. There's no other tree in the world that gives that much. The reason that we're called Eta Sada. Because the human being also can give a lot. So, if we're cel- when we're celebrating the trees, we're celebrating the potential. When a person does an aveira, when a person does a sin, are you celebrating your potential? Or are you doing just the opposite of your potential? When you do a sin, what are you doing? The opposite of your potential. So therefore, on the day that we're celebrating the potential of a tree and the potential of a human being, we don't, Talk about our sins. Our sins are the opposite of that celebration. So we don't say, I stole, I looked at the wrong thing, I said Lashon Hara. Because that's the anti of our potential. So the day that we celebrate potential, we don't say Tachran. Now you take an answer. It's a beautiful answer. It's the answer. It's a beautiful answer. We're, no tachran. Let's not talk about sins today. Let's talk about potential. Let's talk about mitzvahs Let's talk about shecheyanu. Thank you, Hashem, that I'm alive today. Shecheyanu, you want to generalize my I'm alive today because if I'm not alive, I don't have potential. Life is potential. That's it. Time, life, potential. Time plus life equals potential, or time plus potential equals life. Same thing. So therefore, that's what tubishvat's about. That's what Tu B'Shevatigil. That's what Chippigyantiv. We care about the trees. Right, we don't, there's, there's Rosh Hashanah for mice and behemoths, Rosh Hashanah for animals, we don't celebrate that. The Rosh Hashanah for vegetables, we don't celebrate that. We only celebrate fruit. We don't really celebrate fruit, because fruit represents a human being, and sometimes, you look at a person, and they look like, oh, a tree in the winter. This girl, she's, does every sin, she's drug addict, she's, She's miserable She looks like she's dead She looks like she's angry But a person who has the the ability to understand That what looks dead today Next year will give fruits Rabbi Ronnie Greenwald was the king of that He's the king of that To be able to see The potential of a person Is the same thing as to Bishvat That even though right now I look outside The trees are dead but I know that this girl I shouldn't be looking at what she is now And Hashem She's going to straighten out If Paro If Paro Can become a Ger And Paro can be the one that sits by Gehanim, Giving everyone else Muser How could you not know that there's Hashem And he started off his life saying When Moshe Rabbeinu came and looked through all his books Who's this God? This God is nobody He's not even in my books He went from that point to becoming a gare sitting by Gehenna and yelling at all the people who are going into Gehenna that like, how can you did learn from me? Then you can't look at a person and see a dead tree. That's Tuba You have to understand that. And you have to look at yourself on to Shrach. On Tuba you think about yourself I'm making a shachiyon on a fruit that last year came from a tree that looked dead. So maybe next year I can make a shachiyon on me. That I'm new, that I'm alive, that I changed, that I became somebody. If, if a tree can do that, I can do that to work celebrate potential we don't celebrate the flowers and the fruit it's very easy to look at a kid who's doing very well very nice but to be able to look at a kid who looks dead who looks like you never going to get anything from her and see her godless and her greatness that is being able to understand what Tu is and that is the reason that we don't say Tachron on Tubishvat. so you need to think about this on Shabbos when you're eating that fruit that fruit was not in this world last year, Tu Bishvat. and if you just looked at the tree, you would have never believed that the fruit that you're going about to eat was not in this world. It's delicious. It's amazing. Wasn't here. It came from a dead tree that looked dead. So if you feel yourself that I'm, that you're dead and that you can't get up and you can't do anything and you're depressed, make a bracha on some fruit. Understand that right now I look like a tree in the winter, but spring's coming. Spring's coming, I can change. And what you see now is not what you're going to see next year. You know, a lot of girls I met on Shabbaton, I, I, I have to applaud the sneers that was there, that even the girls who, from Lakewood and other places that are struggling in certain schools and whatever, everybody came, every, the rabbis could walk around, everybody was dressed, everybody was covered. Amazing. Amazing. We were very proud of all of them. They had covered, they kept Shabbos, there was no smoking. It was very different. You know, kids who don't keep Shabbos, they go out. They said, no, else, here's my phone. Here's my cigarettes. It was unbelievable. I'm keeping Shabbos. It was an amazing Shabbaton. People said to me, can we do this every week? A little expensive. A <laughs> <laughs> little, little bit expensive. Mitzvah That's for sure. I made a very big mistake the last three years. I thought it wasn't needed. I thought there were so many Shabbatons. there's so many other organizations. Why do we need to lose money? Why do we need to do this? Who's going to come? And then two weeks before, my staff came in to me and said, who's going to come? You know, you see, we only had like 50 people coming, and we had a whole hotel and everything. And I went out that day. I told you the story. I don't know. They didn't hear the story. So I'll tell, you, I'll, I'll tell the crowd, whoever's listening. So um, we wanted to cancel the Shabbaton. At least the catering money we could have saved. The hotel money we already we're we, be we, we penalized. So the girls came to me, everyone came to me uh, My family members, everybody came to me And said, Rabbi, nobody wants it Why are you doing it? Why are you forcing it? Nobody wants it You put it out there You advertised it, you announced it a hundred times Don't. Nobody's making any reservations It was two weeks before Cancel, what are you doing? I said I learn Mishnah every day I put on my band with when I, My father, Lushal, when he passed away I, I took his talmud Tamsulim And I started wearing them right away And I wear Tams Tamsulim My father Rishlam, always learned In his Rabbeinu Tamsulim He learned Mishnah He learned Halacha I said every morning I wear Rabbeinu Tams After I finish dominating Rabbeinu Tamsulim I learn Mishnah What Mishnah do I do? I open up Pirkei Avos From the beginning of Pirkei Avos And I go every day I learn a Mishnah or two So I'm learning over Pirkei Avos A hundred times But whatever That's what I do And whenever I open it to It sends me a message I am weird like that Sometimes yes, sometimes no, but I look at it something like, something in this mission is going to happen today. That morning, that morning, the morning after they told me to cancel, which is two weeks before the Shabbaton, I opened the Mishnah, and it says the following, I, I, I know it by heart. Kol Knesia L'Shem Shemayim Any gathering that you do totally L'Shem Shemayim not for money, not for COVID, just for Hashem. Soi In the end it will succeed. Um, and if you do it not it's not going to succeed that was the mission of the day I mean like God didn't have to smack me in the face so I went back to the office, you can ask my girls I went back to the office and they said so and everybody was anti because we lose so much money everyone was anti I said well I learned the mission this morning and the mission says that so we do it, Lashem Shemayim, right, and we take in people, whoever they are, whether Ornava girls, or people with cancer, or people in wheelchairs, or people from dysfunctional family, whatever it is, we're taking in everyone. It's not just an Ornava thing. Whoever needs, whoever wants to come, we're taking in everyone. And so, by the way, how many rooms do we book? So my girl looks it up, she says, in the contract, you book 250 rooms. But you have a right when you do this hotel thing, you have a right to lose up to ten percent of those rooms. In other words, if you take two hundred and fifty, that's twenty five. Ten percent is twenty five rooms. You only have to use two hundred and twenty five. Forgot the word. There's an English word for it. Whatever it is. So, if you don't need those twenty five rooms, let's let know the day before. You don't have to take two hundred and fifty. You can drop always ten percent. Ten percent, we give you room so they said should we call the hotel and at least at least let's get rid of the 25 rooms we get rid of the 25 rooms we'll save some money so we'll just take 225 instead of 250 I'm like call the hotel find out how many rooms they have available excuse me I said find out besides the 250 how many more rooms they have available they said why would you ask that we we don't we only have 50 rooms booked we're not we're not we're not sold out I'm like just ask them they looked at me like I was crazy she comes back into the room They have 10 more to sell. Because other people, there was another group there. There's 10 rooms. They can give you, if you want, 260 rooms. I said, book it. What? you Rabbi, we love you, but we have 50 rooms. Why would you take 260 rooms? Take the 225 rooms. I said, because it says, If you do it for the right reasons, we will be full. I called up my Rebbe. I said, I need a bracha. Uh, no one's coming to my Shabbaton. He said, a few days before your Shabbaton, people, you will turn people away. You will not have any rooms. Two days before, I was turning people We, we couldn't have any rooms. People were angry at me. We, we had no rooms. Not only that, but we went online and bought some rooms online because... Every hotel has to leave a certain amount of rooms for these companies that buy online. So we went out, we ended up with 700 and like 79 people. Almost 800 people. You have to, you have to believe in Hashem. If you do Hashem Shemayim, you have a Kurdish So Bracha everybody that was there was Hashem Shema'iv. That's why we had that Bracha. Okay, I went off the subject. I want to end. Anyway, we really, we really really thank everyone. So, oh, I was telling you that I made a mistake. I thought that nobody needed it anymore. So for the last three years, it's like we're going to lose money, no one's going to come. And I didn't do it. Why did I decide to do it this year? I'll tell you why I decided to do it this year. And a lot of it's her schloss, and I hope she's, for sure, she's going up and up in Ghanaian. then. Nancy, Lechama, our poet, all of shalom, who used to sit right next to me? So she came to every Shabbaton. And at every Shabbaton, the night of the Shabbaton is the big speech, she would get up and read a poem. She'd get up and read a poem. That was her moment in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. So she would read a poem in front of all the girls and they would clap. That was her moment. Three years ago she came to me, she said, Are we making a are we having a shabbaton, Rabbi i Am I I don't think we can do it this year. We don't have the money, whatever it is. The, the next year, Tisha above, she asked me, because Tisha B'av, she didn't read a poem, because it was Tisha B'av. she asked me, are we, having, are we going to have a Shabbaton this year? I'm like, I don't know if we have the money, but I'm going to try. She said, we really should have. And she passed away two days later. So she never had that chapaton. So I felt that I don't want to wait till it's too late I don't want to wait till it's too late till I, till I see that everyone needs a Shabbaton that's already too late so I, don't, I can't wait till I see that everyone needs a Shabbaton okay let's give it a shot it. amazing 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 okay let's end with this and this is very connected to what I just said we'll end with this just a moment so they're stuck so stuck behind them on the mitzrim and in front of them of the Yam. Right? They're in trouble. So they come to Moshe Rabbeinu. And they say, Isn't there enough graves in Mitzrayim? Because you took us out of the Midbar? What did you do to us? Why did you take us out of Mitzrayim? Again, slave mentality. that you isn't this what we told you in Mitzrayim? menu, now Why don't you leave us in the in the abuse? Why don't you leave us by the abusers? He told "It's better to be abused than to die." I'd rather be abused and die. So they came to Moshe Rabbeinu. The Mitzrayim are behind us. The Yam is in front of us. We're dead. We told you not to do this to us. We arms. said. So Moshe said to the people, "Altiro, relax. Don't, don't fear. He's Yatzu. Stand." Watch the Yeshua today that Hashem is going to do, because as you see Mitzrayim today, you'll never see them again. Moshe Rabbeinu said the following: Hashem Yilochim God will fight for you. Kol Shemayim, Kaim. God will take your business. and you guys just sit back and watch the show. So. They're screaming and yelling. Why are you screaming? Why are you crying? Why are you davening? you tell the Jews to go, go into the Yom What are they waiting for? Stop davening. Says Rashi, what's going on over here? What do the Jew do when you're in trouble? We daven. why are you crying to me? Who is crying to Hashem? Who was crying to Hashem? Moshe Rabbeinu was crying to Hashem. Help us. Behind us the Mitzvahim, in front of us the Yam, the Jews are complaining, I should take him back to Mitzvahim. Right? So it says Rashi, nusha was Moshe was standing by the Yam, and he was davening. <laughs> Now's not the time to daven. The Jews are in trouble. Now that not the time to daven. What? What's Rashi saying here? When is the time to daven, everybody? When is the time to daven? When, when you're in trouble. So, Moshe is in trouble. He's davening to Hashem. Hashem's saying, why are you davening to me? Rashi's saying, "Hashem saying to Moshe Abednego, now's not to dine to Davin, now you're in trouble. What does that mean? We daven when we're in trouble. ko, Yaakov. And the terrace is, that sometimes tefillah doesn't work. Meister works. What does that mean? The Chazal say that Moshe was Davening, but there was a problem. The Malachim in Shemayim, right, said, Hey Vai the hey, zara. These guys serve Abdazara, the Mitzrayim, and the Jews served Abba So his davening was going nowhere. And Hashem was telling him a secret. At the end of the day, I sit on MS. I'm MS. And it is MS. You guys serve the way to Zara. And they serve the way to Zara. Why should, why should Hashem split the Yam for the Jews and not the Mitzvah? So Hashem said, I have a problem, Oishem Benu. Stop davening. Because if you daven, it's not going to get split. It's not going to work. Your tefillah is not going to work. Klay this is what Rashi is saying. Klay is in such a tzara. You're in such a bad place. That your davening will not help. Now is not the time to daven. That will not break the Gezerah. The only thing that can break the Gezerah is Mesirath Nefesh. Therefore, since Nachshon jumped into the Yam and the Yam went above his nose, and when the Yam went above his nose, he couldn't, he couldn't naturally live. He can't breathe. So he was mice and nefesh for Hashem. So he forced God to do a miracle. Because what would have happened if Hashem let Nachshon drown? Ladies. Hashem says, Hashem says, it we'll would be the biggest chel Hashem. Hashem. says, go to the Amsuf. First guy in, drowns. They went to believe. Not only would the believe, but it would have been a chel to God. God said, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And then you let this guy drown? So he forced. Had he, had he been standing there and the water was up till here, here, Hashem wouldn't have split the yam because he didn't force Hashem's hand. He could breathe like this. He could live like this. But if he drowns number one in, that means that Hashem didn't keep his word. So he forced Hashem to split the yam. So Hashem was telling Moshe, listen to me, my secret, I'm telling you, even though I'm din, I'm sitting on my chair of din, right, and I'm MS, but I'm I'm giving you a little hint. Not gonna work. You're in such a tsara in such a Torah that your prayers are not going to work. Go into the Yam. If you go into the Yam and you have seen as nefesh, the angels can't stop the kriyas And that's what was going on over here. That's what happened over here. Emuna, emuna means taking the leap of faith. Emuna means see the Sheim Shemayim. Even though you only have fifty rooms. Rashem says, shay, shay, then shay, And when people call me, I can't pay, and I can't this, and we're sick, all this other stuff, and my and my people are like, "Hey, Red Wilson, you know, you're going to lose so much money." I'm like, Shemayim, take them." Well, you can't ta- take them. Whatever it is, make it work. Take them. I don't want to hear it. So it has to be Lashem Shemayim. If there's one person out Lashem Shemayim, we're going to lose the whole thing. The kachoya. So a person takes on himself to do things with Shem Shemayim and a person understands that two B'Shvat is really our holiday because the fruits that we're eating we're, on a, were, were not in this world yet and, and therefore maybe our payrolls right now are not here yet. Maybe we're not doing so well in life. Okay. So neither was that tree in the winter. He wasn't doing well. He didn't have a leaf on him. He didn't have a bud on him. He wasn't doing well tonight with all the snow on top of him and branches cracking. He wasn't doing well. But look what happened. He, he, a year later, he's got a fruit. So maybe you're not doing so well. Okay, but in a year from now, within this year, I'm going to do amazing. And by next year, I'm going to have fruit. I'm going to be married. I'm going to have a kid. I'm going to have Shalom bias, I'm going to have panassa, I'm going to be healthy. That's what you're sitting. That's the Shekhi that you make I, I, I came to a time this time where I realized that even though I'm not doing well the same way that that trees not doing well look what I have in front of me pay rice next year for me there's going to be pay rice and Mizrat Hashem we should have this chus in mitzvah Hashem that the next two bishrat we should celebrate in Eretz Yisrael with the pay of Eretz Yisrael the coming of Mashiach thank you so much for coming out pre-snowstorm also, this, uh, this year is also, um, Alien my father, Yitzchak ben Without him, Reverend Wallstein would not be here. Reverend Wallstein would not be Reverend Wallstein. I am just a, a teeny little piece of who he was. And, um, his neshama should keep going up and up and up. Thank you, everybody. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnyTime.com.